0: Michelle, it's uh, January 25th. Is it 2024 yet?
1: I don't think so. I think it's going to be February 1st before it feels like it to me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I can't believe we're already a month into the the new year, but we've had a great month here at at Mile High Church. Uh, Lots of great people. People signed up in our classes, uh, people engaged online. We've got a great uh, event with... uh, Uh, Coot Blackson coming up in April, Mm -hmm. so we're a happening uh, place. We're cooking cooking along, just Uh,
1: doing our thing.
0: How's your class going?
1: Oh, I love my class. I've never taught this class before.
0: Power of your decisions. Uh, Powering your
1: decisions, yes, and it's about using spiritual principle to – really focus on how you make decisions. And it's very interesting because he starts out right away talking about intelligent decisions versus unintelligent decisions, which can really push your buttons if you feel like you're stupid or you've made you've done stupid things. But he's just really talking about using the intelligence of the universe and tapping into it to make the best decisions and to, put, to keep yourself from failing or from doing things that don't really serve you. So that's where we started.
0: Yes, for really? uh, you know, sometimes unconsciously practicing being an idiot, I love this idea that there's a divine intelligence in me that can help uh, make up for for that. Or, as the great Mark Twain said, it is better to let people think you're dumb than to speak and remove all doubt.
1: exactly. And I think for today's topic that we want to talk about this concept of tapping into a greater intelligence. Is really valid.
0: It is, although I know you responded quite quickly to my comment about thinking I'm <laughs> done With exactly, oh, did I just noticed that yeah, listener. I know,
1: yeah, I did.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I and know. so uh, we yeah. all
1: are to <laughs> <a> largest <extent. laughs>
0: One of the things I'm no- I'm noticing, you know, Michelle, uh, at church or even the Beyond Limits class, and it's always cool teaching that basics class. As you know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's a lot of experts. It's people yes. who have taken the class many times before. This time, you know, we've got ninety or so, and and a lot of them are are. New to spirituality, new to the church, mm-hmm. and, and because I think intuitively they know you know 2024 is going to be an interesting year, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people are thinking back to, to 2020. Uh, we had this huge election, more people in America voted than ever before, mm-hmm. and um You know, a lot of people had a lot of anxiety around uh, Trump. I mean, some people had it around Biden and Mm -hmm. still do. Um, But with all the um, combativeness, all the potential misinformation, uh, they're – Revving up for for another election year, and you're remembering the pandemic and trying mm-hmm. to deal with all of that and everything shutting down. Uh, remembering George George Floyd and the right. opening up about uh, confronting racism in in uh, new and profound and and uh, in a forceful uh, kind of uh, way. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some big things that were going on. You know, the remnants of are, are still here, and I think people looking at the probability of a Biden uh, Trump election makes them think, oh, we've Got to step into all of this again mm-hmm. in a, in a big way. I don't know if you've noticed that in what you're seeing uh, in people's energy so far this year.
1: I have noticed that, and I also feel like for me, some of it even goes back to the 2016 election, where um, you know I love the Republican Party and thought we've had some great Republican presidents over the years, and. Um, I was really surprised when Trump was even a candidate and um I had my ups and downs about Hillary but all 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 it seemed like everybody was predicting that Trump would never win. Even a lot of the Republicans were predicting. And so when we woke up that morning and he'd won the election, uh I think there was a collective kind of oh, okay, what does this mean now? And so I know that I was really surprised that day that he actually won. And thought, okay, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen now. We're just going to have to wait and see. And I think there's some of some people who are kind of um, bracing for that possibility in this next election too. Yeah, and you know, mm-hmm. I
0: think that's a great thing to mention. You know, 2016 because the the other element of that, because of the Access Hollywood tape yes, and some other yes. things, there was a there was a I think a collective feminine wound that was opened up Definitely. with that. You know, whether you want to, to blame him or not for that, mm-hmm. that wound of. Men talking about women behind their back mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. one another in 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 gross ways. Yes. you know was kind of uh, opened up. and you know, if you forgave him for that listener, that's fine, <laughs> whatever that may be. But especially for liberal females that mm-hmm. I know, it wasn't just the fact that their candidate, the potential first woman president, lost, but there was also this sense of this wound was opened um, up. Mm-hmm. and uh, and you know, the person who helped inspire that uh one. And right. so there I think there was some shock in that 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 uh a lot of those those folks still still carry. And uh mm-hmm. I always tried to stay um you know as present as possible to you know, the Trump presidency. Mm-hmm, I, I, I tried mm-hmm. to take more of the, the position that, um, you know, and again, I'm sure he can be a very good person. I always look at who the cabinet is that's exactly. running the government, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And as opposed to looking at him as a great danger, I was more, you know, looking at him as someone who would be embarrassing from time to mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. or, you know, just different, different style. And, and I do think that, you know, my liberal friends sometimes underestimate how much people vote for Trump because they don't like liberalism, they right. don't like some of what right. they see, and so he's kind of a protest uh, vote. And then I do think, you know, after the the 2020 election, so very close, and, you know, to yeah. honor Mr. Trump, he's received more votes in 2020, 2016, 2016 and 2020, more than any other candidate ever mm-hmm. has in mm-hmm. our history, and mm-hmm. so that, that, you know, he deserves to be celebrated for earning mm-hmm. that, and yet his behavior after the election mm-hmm. uh, was very concerning for yep. me, because mm-hmm. I believe so strongly in our Democratic Democratic. democratic processes and, you know, fight. Protest the vote as as much as you want legally, right. um, but some of this other stuff for me was was unbecoming of someone in that office, and so you know I changed my mind a little bit about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And yet, you know what I know and what I shared with our congress the first Sunday of the year, you know I think it's been the American pastime since since our country began to demonize our politicians yes. and to criticize them. That's our right, um, you know, and so I would support anyone's right to criticize Biden to criticize Trump. And yet at the same time when we get into demonizing people who choose to vote for those candidates, that to me is the opposite of the American way because mm-hmm. it undercuts the democratic process. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, my message to you know, people who um, you know aren't supporting Biden, you know, try to understand from people who do support him why they're supporting him. Right. And, and um, you know, before demonizing folks who are voting for Trump, try to sit down and 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 understand. And it's not like you're going to change your mind, but maybe you can understand a little bit better. And um, you'll be a better citizen for that very reason.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's the crux of what we're going to have to practice this whole year through this whole process. The whole political system is just so... uh Interesting to watch and um, and see it unfold and uh, feel the intuition as you watch any of these candidates get up and I know for me I often feel they're not telling the truth mm-hmm. uh, all across all the parties it's like oh that person I can just feel it they're not they're not being honest right now and that's one of my buttons that will cause me to break away from any candidate in any party you lie to me I. We're done. Uh And so um, that's really, uh, I think, a dance that we're all going to have to have. And I loved how you put it, that we're going to have to be willing to really breathe and really listen to each other and really – if, if we're at all upset about anything we see going on that seems to put the democratic beauty beautiful process that America has in danger, let's not be part of that by just falling into uh, boxes and not being willing to, like you say, see the other side, mm-hmm. to at least look at why somebody might be doing what they're doing or what might be interesting to them. And that's the thing that bothers me the most, whether it's in politics or any other realm, when uh, someone is fundamental about their beliefs, so much so that they won't even acknowledge there could be another way to look at something, because there Mm -hmm. always is.
0: Yeah. There always is. Well, I love how you say that, and even uh, philosophically, you know, Donald Trump, Come somewhat from the tradition of Norman Vincent Peale. His yes, father went yes. to his church, yes, and exactly. Norman Vincent Pe- uh, Peale was a was a Christian who embraced mm-hmm. a lot of New Thought principles, yes. the power of positive thinking, and you know, part of that is you know you state something that you want to be so, mm-hmm. whether it is or not in reality, <laughs> and 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 work towards it, and mm-hmm. so. Um, you know i love what you're sharing too because in our own philosophy i do think that there is a difference between open at the top mm-hmm. keeping an open mind always being willing to grow and to learn and this statement that perception is reality mm-hmm. and i think that's something that a lot of our folks struggle with too yeah. you know what is the truth now if right. it can be whatever anyone says it is mm-hmm. and you know i think of you know our founder ernest holmes and he has this great quote that goes something like um, The Earth was round for thousands of years, and just because everyone thought it was flat, it didn't flatten no the, the the round world um, in, in the same way you know I think truth is about learning to navigate Holmes says mm-hmm. um, the the round world and to use it to to better ourselves and I sometimes keep that in mind when I'm watching you know the different mm-hmm. news stations and the things like that that yes we're getting a view um, but is it the flat earth view <laughs> or is it the round <laughs> view which includes a lot of different perspectives and and sure. so um, you know the yes uh, perception is the the reality from the viewpoint that you're looking at it from, but I think that's our challenge as spiritual folks is to see that 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 there can be multiple levels of how you look at reality, right. and you need to bring together the conservative view and the liberal view in mm-hmm. order to have a whole perspective. Mm-hmm. And so it's not about separating from the other or damning the other; it's about bringing those to, together. And so mm-hmm. you know, I often encourage our our. Um, congregants, and maybe it is because I'm more centrist. So I admit that. But you know, let go of the fringes and mm-hmm. get back to center. Yeah, uh, yeah. center yourself, and um, and then be the great conservative or mm-hmm. the great liberal um, that that you are.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, I think number one, we're probably going to get a bunch of letters from the flat earthers now with your comments. So that'll be okay. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, send well, them to his, Josh Reeves. No, no, <laughs> his email still out for, uh,
0: active. B Ebert at <laughs> And,
1: and I also think that what you're saying is very um, powerful and profound for standing in the center. And often I look back at things that I didn't like, that any president did or uh, that happened in life. And I can. I, I was t- speaking this past Sunday in Arizona about Ernest Holmes' assertion that it's all going to work out. No matter what, it's mm-hmm. all going to work out. And I think he means this life, the next life, whatever it might be. But – that belief in looking if I stay, I'm also a centrist and can see both sides often, which is a blessing and a curse. And I look and say, well, I didn't really like when that happened with that president, or I didn't like that policy, or I didn't agree with that. And that's true for every president, every leader in every party. I have had things I've thought, wow, that's great. And things I've thought, that's really stupid. But I survived. We survive. And that if we stick together, we can thrive. If we tear each other down, If we uh, vilify each other, if we fall into these traps of the The fringe, we will not be as strong as we can be if we stand our ground and we do our research and we do what we feel in our hearts is best in terms of our voting and casting our votes and lending our voice and trusting the journey together, trusting the process that, and then whatever happens, we still stick together, even if we don't get what we want and trust that the way can be made for us, we'll be stronger. But Mm -hmm. if we keep vilifying each other and keep pushing people to the edges and then Taxing people out who don't believe what we believe. uh, We're practicing the highest form of separation that we won't be happy. We won't be fulfilled. Yeah. yeah, It's important. A a
0: house divided against itself. Can't stand that Lincoln guy said, whoever he was. Um, Yeah, always so important. And, um, you know... I also think of of uh, Margaret Thatcher and she she made a joke one time that you know those who stand in the middle of the road get run over and so <laughs> there there is that that wisdom too which says you know it's yes see all sides and you know step into your point of view and mm-hmm. have it with clarity mm-hmm. just be willing to be Wrong. Right. You know, that's part of the risk of that. And I think we we want to encourage people to um, you know, that you can take a side mm-hmm. without damning the other side. And uh, you know this because you saw the email too. You know, uh, we got an email this week from someone who really wanted us to step out on the side of of Gaza and, and yes, Palestine yes. in this conflict mm-hmm. that's going on, this terrible, terrible conflict mm-hmm. that's going on there. And uh, I really appreciated this person's yeah. part. Yeah. And it used terms like, you know, please stand up and say something about the genocide uh that israeli mm-hmm. israel is is um imputing upon um, uh, the people of Gaza and uh, the indigenous people of of, of Palestine and I, I totally heard where this person is coming from and support her wholeheartedly right. but needed to share with this person that one not everyone sees it as genocide exactly. we see uh, people in Israel that were attacked and now we're greatly concerned about war crimes we're mm-hmm. greatly concerned about the uh, tens of thousands of, of, of people that it sounds mm-hmm. like have, have died there and, mm-hmm. and, and incur our Congress to do that. And yet, I don't think we can stand on the side of Palestine without standing on the side of Israel or vice versa. And that's a hard place to stand. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean don't um, go out and protest what you see taking place in Gaza. It simply means that science of mind means that we stand for wholeness. Mm -hmm. And in America, that means that we stand for a strong Democrat Mm-hmm. liberal side of things whether it shows up as Democrat or not and same with that conservative mm-hmm. side you know that's what made our country great is these folks figured out how to work together right. and, and um, I think we underestimate how well they do work together if not always in the halls of Congress than in an everyday life mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so we can figure it out and I am very optimistic for our country and you know since 9-11 you know that shocked mm-hmm. all of us that mm-hmm. hey we are not as invincible as we think we are and right. I think we've been dealing with the consequences of that that, uh, ever since, but um, I think part of the beauty of being in this movement is is that you know we get to stand up with hope and courage uh, to be a presence even in the midst of our own anxieties. And that's what I would say to folks too. You know, if you're not a little anxious,
1: I'm worried about <laughs> mm-hmm. you. Uh,
0: but we can move through it together.
1: We can. Yeah. Let's stand together. All yeah. right. Nice Great. talking
0: with you, Michelle. You too.
1: I hope, I hope um, this serves. Happy people. New Year
0: on February first. Yeah.
1: Happy New Year. <laughs> happy New Year. I'm going to go have a party. (laughs) (laughs) I do think if I can say that, uh, I think that our upcoming speaker, Coop Blackson, will really help people with this, with his magic of surrender theme. Yes, and it's only to
0: give you an hour and a half break. Yes,
1: for sure. Yeah, come be with us.